0: Thanks everybody for listening to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. Just a little note on this podcast: we had to heavily edit it due to some internet issues I was experiencing. So if you see any gaps in the audio, it's probably due to me not being there and Patty wondering who he's going to talk to. Please bear with us on that one. We do apologize. All issues should be fixed now going forward for any of these podcasts. Uh, it was a really fun podcast we did as well, where we spoke about this West Ham game and some some rules changes that the FA are thinking of bringing in uh, in the coming year. So hope you really enjoy it once again apologies about the gaps in audio at, at times during this podcast but without further ado here is the, here is said podcast and up the villa
1: so it's uh, all for play for still i think so do you want to bet against us
0: Welcome to For The Love Of Pomegranate Podcast. Thanks everybody so much for checking in. Um, Paddy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm alright. I'm I'm uh, I'm a little bit uh, hot and bothered and kicked up and down. I'm just off a five or side so game in there at nine o'clock. So I had a shower and wolfed down my dinner. So I'm feeling a bit rough around the edges. Playing against two fellas that were half my age and kicking lumps out of me. So. One of those games where you walk off thinking, is it time to give it up? But no, nah, that's not going to happen. All right, we'll soldier on and see does he come back in. Macadamia, you're my age. Is it Macadamia or Adamia? Are we saying it correctly? Um, yeah, it's it's tough going, but it's probably the best workout I can get at my age. So uh, just keep it going and uh, hope for the best till till age finally catches up with me enjoy it yeah i think we lost neil we'll uh, we'll try soldier on and see will he come back in there um hopefully he will be able to log out and log back in um good to see who who we got on there hi dermot how are you getting on good to see you thomas all very welcome um who else have we got well yeah we did we lost neil we we'll give him a second there and see if we can get him back in. Um, what's news today? Uh well, I suppose that the news that's just broke this evening is that uh we have to deal with five substitutes going forward, and I know Neil wants to discuss it from his point of view, so uh we'll get on to that later. Uh we'll discuss a little bit about West Ham. Um see how we get on. Um, Am I making it up to Villa Park on Sunday? Uh, a lot of people will be happy to know that I'm not, because they think I'm the reason that uh, that we're that um, <laughs> we're losing games. But no, I'm not making it Sunday. Um, is Neil back in there? Is he? Go
0: on, Neil. Give him Ed's. Ed's, this podcast gonna be five <laughs> minutes there's going to be no smiling tonight like I know how now I know how some of you guys felt on Friday night after the Arsenal match when you were kicking <laughs> up stink about Dean Smith
1: Neil give us a smile go on you For can do it me, you yes. can manage
0: it I won't there's nothing to smile about there's nothing to smile about the world is ending because my internet connection is poor I don't even know the wh- what the story is the world anyway. is only beginning Neil I'm still playing football at my age yes you where were we? you, can, you can, before you
1: can be <laughs> uh fair play to the lads they they come in uh they come in um helping me out here Kieran says you need to be sacked
0: what do you reckon i'm sacking myself Kieran. i don't need this hassle i don't need this hassle of internet anymore sack <laughs> myself yeah and, i wish it was dial-up i'm getting one gigabyte internet here
1: You thought the five subs was abandoned? No, they've come. They've come out tonight to say that IFAB have recommended that they go with the with the five subs, um, and the, yeah, the weather's not helping either. Um, he's gone again. Okay, Jesus, you're flying in with the questions here now. Where's that one? Could have done my five subs in the last three games. Yes, if we had five subs capable of changing the game then I really believe that that will be the case. Um, do we have five subs changing the game? No, absolutely not. So, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. <clears throat> um, for me, I think it makes the rich teams stronger. It gives them more of a backup. It gives them more of an opportunity to keep players happy. So the likes of, uh, say, your, uh, your Man City's of the world, your Chelsea's of the world, can keep those... Uh, even though they've spent an awful lot of money on players they can keep them happy by putting them in there for 20 minutes to, to see out the game it also helps the likes of oh, I shouldn't be picking on Burnley but I'm going to say Burnley anyway so if they go 1-0 up after 60 minutes and they start putting on extra defenders I think it could be the ruination of the game I, I don't think that part of the game was broken I don't think we need to fix it It all it also ruins if we get to if you see like a, a Champions League qualifier or something like that when we've got, say, say Villa, Villa have to play someone like Juventus, and Juventus rest players and throw five players on. So that, that that's all my main arguments against it, really. Five subs,
0: five subs. Sure, look, yeah. Every other league, every other league, every other league in Europe does it, except for ourselves. So that you know, Kieran Fiston,
1: um, Collymore said the same thing. <clears throat> I don't know whether you could hear what I was saying there, Neil. Basically, you know, it just benefits the bigger teams. They can keep more players happy. They can, they can have a loaded bench. The likes of Burnley could bring on an extra three defenders and shore up a game if they go win the loop after an hour. There's loads of ways of looking at this. I don't think it's a part of the game that's broken. So I, I wouldn't be fixing it. And I, and I think it's a big deal and it's something I'm very passionate about. Are you still there? Super Mark says it's all to try and save Ollie's job. Yeah. That's exactly it. Um, ironically enough, I don't think they have five players there to change the game. But uh, it's, it's it's exactly what I'm saying. You know, they, they can come in against the likes of a Norwich if, if Norwich happens to be one up and change the game. So I think it's a very valid argument, Neil. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, it's fine. But you just adapt it. You know, tell us now. That it's going to be in, in, in for next year. Yeah. and just adapt to it. Every other top league has five substitutes. It's going to come down the line sometime. It's not. It's not a hill. I think the Villa should die on, and I think other teams should die on. It's going to come in at some stage. And I think mm. they're powerless to stop it because it happens. You know, it's it's happening throughout other other leagues as well. So, but the issue, um, no, probably not because it, it 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 just means the team stash players again. You know, but then again, the positive for us is the fact that we get to give uh, our good youth players that are coming through game time. That's positive for for Villa, but
1: yeah, <laughs> maybe. But it, like, there's not. I don't think there's many positives to it. I think I think it's just another UEFA effort to to keep the top teams at the top. The ones, but, the but, ones that are spending it, the money. So it, there we go. Other,
0: other, other top leagues, other other top leagues do it. It's it, it, it's it's going to come in. Tell us now when we can adapt to it in the summer. We've plenty of money gonna we can, it's it's got plenty. It's going to happen.
1: It's going. It's going to make every checkbook in the Premier League have to open it in the transfer window. Yeah. Which it's, is good for us because we have money. Yeah, 25, 25 players is probably not
0: enough. So okay. right, yeah, that's okay too. Where's the to twenty seven? Mm-hmm. You know, I, these are all, I think it's arbitrary numbers. It's like we're we're still at a massive disadvantage from the top, the top six or the top three, four, five, six teams or whatever as it is anyway. I just think it's just another hurdle that we have to adapt to, and uh, and we see where it goes. Of, of all. All the rules I think that, that are going to be brought in. I, I, I think that this one is just, I just don't think there's a point in fighting this one. Um, no, I, I, I can see why Burnley and Brighton yeah. would fight it. It's going
1: yeah. to happen, but I, I would imagine, like, yeah.
0: if it came down to a vote, I,
1: I, I think the, the top six would vote for it, or the big six, or the greedy six, whatever you want to call them, would vote for it, and the rest of the club wouldn't. That's the way I see it happening. But anyway, we'll move on. What have, what have we got to talk about, Neil? Well he says Man City are out, so I think that's answered the question I've just asked Neil. So uh um is that a good thing? Mm, yeah, as long as they got a tough game today, and there's a the good few Neil Neil told me before we come on that they had to bring on um a few of their starters to have a go off Man City. So um we'll uh, we'll see how it goes on Saturday. Um Not looking forward to our next match on current form. West Ham are looking tough on paper. We should do it. Uh, well, you know, I, I honestly don't think he's going to change the process or the, the system on Sunday. And the reason for that being is because if if Arsenal could, could bully us with five at the back, the big strapping West Ham lads are going to do exactly the same. So um, that's just my opinion on it. I don't think he'll change it. But... Uh, um, I guess it'll all come down to who we have available and whether he finds a way of pigeonholing some of the players into that. Um, you know what? What does he do? Does he? Does he? Does he play a four-two-three-one? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know. Uh, this is not a very valid point. West Ham are scoring on set pieces. That is not what we need going into this weekend either. We probably need to be putting them on the back foot. So. I think if we if he could get if he is working hard on that 4-2-3-1, we've we've had the extra few days rest now after them playing the game tonight. So we've just got to get stuck into them from the start, from what I can see. What else have we got here? Jason says, please no, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I don't want to see five at the back. Um I don't want to see us playing like that at the home at home either, because we've just seen it too often now. But then again, so many fans scream for it, and the one's that scream for it are now screaming against it. So he, he's on a hiding to nothing really. Whatever he does, he's a uh, he, he's a no win situation. Um. Now this one, Mings isn't great against the likes of Antonio. I hate to see players run that Mings. I really do. Um. With a lack of physicality in midfield, absolutely we do. Declan Royce has the ability to take us on and run with the ball at us. Um, that is a very valid point. 4 3 3. We can do them. Luis super jam again. Sanson has to be Ings, Watkins, and Bailey. Ings or Watson with Bailey and Woody on the flanks. Yes, that's our best. I think that's our best team. Maybe not Sanson. Um, I haven't actually seen any um, f- footage, and nobody has showed me any photographs of Sanson allegedly kicking or throwing a bottle at Dean Smith. So um, nobody seems to know whether that's true or not. So that's a, that's the only debatable one in there. It would it would definitely be JJ for me, um, and yeah, I'd have Luis and, and McGinn sitting a bit deeper, and just just to get the, just to get something different into the game. This I agree with as well, I I think the fans could turn if they see five at the back, you know, it's it's a very, very possible uh, scenario, I don't think the fans are happy, I think we need to give them what they want this weekend, I think we need to go for it and get the three points. Um... So the thing is, if you try it, it works great. If It's not working. You have to change it. So, so what is it? Do, do we try? Do we try the four-two-three-one and then change it, or the other way around? For me, I think he's on a hide into nothing. He, he probably should give the people what they want and go with the four-two-three-one. But he's the manager. He he has to. He lives by the sword and dies by the sword. If we go four-two-three-one and get walloped again, then we're going we're going to look like we have eggs on our face. So. Uh, it's a tough one. It's hard to it's hard to determine what's going to happen. I think we've uh, I think we've resigned to losing Neil here so um, I'm going to continue on for another few minutes cuz guys have made the effort to come in and have a chat. So if anything you want to discuss, throw it up there and we we'll, we we'll, we'll keep it going. How do you think we will line up? Do, do you agree that we'll go with the five at the back for a while? Um this is a very valid point here as well. Don't give away stupid free kicks. Cresswell is excellent from free kicks. Um, you know he, he's a decent set piece taker. I think they could cripple us with the the likes of Soufail, of his fish, rice in the air. Yeah, there's there's, there's so much to offer. Um, you know, I think that probably will be well, probably not in the ten. I think I think. Uh, I think JJ will be in the 10. Um, and then we'll probably see Buendia on the right and Bailey on the left if he's fit. Um that's if we if we if we do that combination, I think I think it, it'll be uh it'll be Ings that plays up front from seeing from seeing him in the flesh twice, the work rate that he puts in, there's no reason why I, I would be dropping Ings. Um I mean, if they tried five at the back and it failed, time to change it. The fans have wanted the current system, but that's before we lost three games in a row with it. Yeah, absolutely, Jason. Um, You know, I think I think when you go four or five games, uh, losing games, the fans turn very quickly. And, you know, it's two games to turn this around. Um, for me, it will be going for it on Sunday. Um, I think... I, I think I think we've enough firepower to go and do it. And um, whether we trust them to go and do it is another story. So that's that's what we've got to determine. If if Bailey is fit, do do we do we do that? Yes, absolutely. I think it will hem them back a bit. I think his pace will scare them a little bit. Um, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot to figure into this, including what way West Ham are going to line up because they're a big tough side and they've given us problems over the last couple of years. Um, what have I missed there yes like, like I said there Kieran we could be embarrassed on Sunday I fear for Smith if it happens too I think he's got two games left before people start calling for his head some people have called for his head already I don't genuinely believe that um, I don't think it's his fault, I think we've just had such a like. i I'm blue in the teeth saying it now at this stage, we've just had such a disjointed start to the season, everything is up in a heap, Um, nobody no, nobody knows if we're coming or going, who's fit, uh, COVID issues, John again picking up COVID, matches cancelled, there's so much, the, the guys going off to South America and coming back late there's just so much to, to to derail our season. And and you know, all, all of this goes back to the five subs. I don't see how the five subs are going to help us based on who we have. You know, if we if we look at the African Cup of Nations now where we could potentially um lose a winger and lose a central midfielder. Like who do we who do we bring in to if Douglas Deweys picks up an injury in that time? It's it's a tough it's a tough uh, it's a tough way to be when you don't have an embarrassment. The rich is like like, if Chelsea lose two or three players to the African Cup of Nations, you're probably not even going to notice that. Oh, you're coming back for one more try, Neil.
0: Who knows? <laughs> Who knows?
1: I think this one might end up on the cutting room floor. What do you reckon?
0: I can't imagine that this one be be up, on, up on YouTube past, <laughs> quarter past ten tonight, lads. i am got to be honest. <laughs> Anyway, less of me feeling sorry for myself. What did I miss while everyone was talking? Uh, well,
1: we just kept the ball roll talking about systems and how we think we'll line up. I genuinely feel he, he'll 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 stick with the system for this weekend purely on the basis that he'll fear being bullied by West Ham. But I, I really hope Bailey is fit to go and start and have a pop off these because I think he's our secret weapon that will keep them pinned back.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I've I, I no idea. Uh this is a suck it and see kind of approach, I think, this weekend. For me, it's like he's I think he, he's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't, regardless. I think um all the, like I, I I don't care what formation he plays. I'm gonna be really honest with everyone, I don't care what formation he plays. Um I, I know a formation I would prefer him to play, um, but I don't care what he plays as long as we get something out of this game at the weekend, preferably win. Um, I, I I would like to see Bailey play. I would like to see Bertrand Shawer play, uh, which gives everybody an insight as to the fact that I would like to see a four two three one. Um, but also I think that a four two three one leaves us massively exposed with regards to with regards to Rice and Suchek, We don't we didn't have an answer for them a four two three one last year. We didn't have an answer for, uh, answer for them a four two three one the year before, so. Well, Rice and Suchek are going to be the two big, uh, big points uh, that we're going to have to to, to to overcome. And, um, I had the I had who scored open there, and I have a very, very funny feeling that is what might have been apps. My uh, yeah, bandwidth yeah, is my yeah. bandwidth was mega, and I'm gone again. There I am, I'm gone again. No, He's second- still there. You're still there.
1: Yeah, that's that's obviously your downfall, Neil. Um, This is an amazing stat that that came out yesterday. Ming's already on four yellows. He got four in the whole of last season. That's incredible. That just shows how well we played last season that he was under so little pressure that he only picked up four yellow cards. Would you play Courtney House instead alongside Gonza? Not necessarily. I'd let him pick up the five now and and reload. If if he's going to pick it up at the weekend, so be it. the, the, over there, that's that's the important part, we do have the likes of Courtney House to come back in there um, and I, I, and everybody will be absolutely fine with that, it's the problem is when we go to uh, if we're going to stick with three at the back and then Mings goes down to the five yellows then we have to switch it up more or less the following week so um, that's, that's leading me to think that maybe he will go forward at the back this week
0: Yeah, I think, I think he goes a fourth back. I think we're strong. We've got a strong uh, four centre-halves. Let me get his 50 out of card if he, if he has to. I prefer to play him now uh, than to mind him because the amnesty... When is the amnesty? Does anybody out there know when the amnesty comes in, when the five cards... Um, am I right in saying that the five cards then gets moved to 10 cards? Um, yeah. And then there's a full amnesty at the end of March, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we, we we can't mind him until the amnesty comes in if there is one after five cards really. So I I think just let mm-hmm. him get the fifth if he if he gets, it, he gets
1: it. Yeah. No, I think that's the case. All right. Have we lost you again?
0: I would be mad. Yeah, I was I was just saying like I would imagine that two of those other cards they got were for very silly reasons. Specifically, um I think the phone that he did he gave away in the last game was silly and um yeah, I'd imagine it. I, I've got I've got something in the back of my head. There was another City Yellow Card there somewhere as well. Um, anyway, get to five. Yeah. We'll worry about it when he gets to five. So Adam
1: he well, he wishes at this point we just ditched the formation. Uh, we won't play it when everyone is fit and it hasn't worked. Plus the idea that Watkins is un- undroppable. I don't agree that he's undroppable. I, I said it there when Neil was off. Um, I, I think if you had to pick our best striker this season, it's Danny Yings on... on Purely the fact that he's scoring goals and his work rate is incredible. He's been a great sign. And what do you think, Neil?
0: Danny Ings has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Second best striker has been Cameron Archer this season, you know, so form. Best. <laughs> arguably being our best. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably being our best. But, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, it's just going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what the situation is with, uh, with this team, what happens, um, uh, on Sunday. Uh, we lost him again, I think.
1: Um, it's almost since Terry left that we've slowly forgotten how to defend. We had so many clean sheets. Um, like, let, let's not forget, we, we had two amazing performances against, uh, well, somewhat of an amazing performance against Everton. And we defended for our lives against Man United as well. So to we haven't forgotten how to defend. There's, there's, there's arguments for both, definitely. Um, the system worked for us against Everton, um, albeit it was a case of Bailey coming on at left back, <laughs> near enough. Um, so it was slightly changed, but we we, we held our we held our uh, we held it all together against Man United and eventually nicked one at the end. So um, the system can work, but it's uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a case of what what Dean tries to do this weekend. We've lost them. We've lost them. Look, I think we'll put this down as just a bad one, lads, and we'll uh, we'll cut our losses. Um, give Neil another couple of seconds to see if he can rectify the situation and come back in. Um, I'll give another few minutes there. If there's anything else you want me to discuss, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know whether we'll be stronger. I think it's depend depending on what we have going forward. Uh, the back four is fine. I've absolutely no problem with the back four. Uh it's the protection in front of us. It, it you know, when we have to defend It's a lot of people think that it's something that John McGinn can't do. So um we we're a little bit exposed at times, but it's absolutely fine. You know, we if if we have all our firepower available, um, and by all our firepower I mean Leon Bailey, Burton Triori, Buendia, fully fit, um forward, the back is definitely something we need to be doing and we need to be working at at putting them forward, you know. Um, What else have we got here? Yeah, I think that's the point there. I think that's that's what everybody wants. Uh, We just need a fully fit squad that we can pick from that you know, if if we bring on if we start with Triore and Bailey or Triore and Buendia, um, it means after an hour when 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 one of them tires you can switch it up, or both of them tires, you can switch it up, um, to bring maybe Watkins on on the left and, and Buendia to stay right and JJ through the middle. You've Cameron Archer to come in there as well. So there's loads of ways of switching it up at the front. So, uh, yeah, absolutely valid point. I think that I think that's everyone's frustration that we just can't get everybody fit together and on the pitch. We're just gonna give Neil one last go and see if we have him in there.
0: I don't know if you are we doing? Can hear me. Yeah, was things. I think I'm back. <laughs> guys, you need a drink. Neil? Do I need a drink? A couple of things. Um, sorry about my internet, lads, Everyone, um, just in case you didn't, just in case you didn't get it earlier on, in case you missed my earlier outburst about my internet. Um, I'm crafting a strongly worded tweet as we speak.
1: Karen thinks I should have Stephen on uh, on standby for the next next one. What do you think?
0: Yeah, uh, lads, we're 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 open to applications for uh, for for Patty's co-host because uh, I'm. Uh, I'm 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 unreliable at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Applications can go to for the love of pomegranate.gmail.com gmail yeah. dot uh, com. So anything else left Have to we, add, Neil? No, I'm going to go with, with one all draw and voices of dissension will continue to come. Um, I think we go back to forth. I, I I don't know what formation we play, but um I think that there is I, I don't agree with it. And I think that there is enough of voices that have just basically down tools and, and, and Dean Smith at the moment, uh, which I don't agree with. And um uh, nothing other than a win, I think at the weekend will will quell those. I think even a draw won't won't do that, but we will still support him. I will still support him. Um and um, I'm not too worried about what formation he plays, as long as the results, uh, as long as we don't get, as long as we don't lose. this suppose the weekend. This is not a must not lose game. I think um, more so than a must win game. Um, I don't buy into an awful lot of this stuff about squad harmony and stuff that's gone around all week. Um, I don't buy into that. I think I think what we saw from Mings and, and and I don't know if you guys have already spoken about it from from Mings and McGinn was two people fighting over who was marking the corners and it just kept on going and going and going. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Players are allowed to disagree on the field. Yep. I think the Sansan thing was one person getting unruly. Did it happen If that me? is to is be believed, one person getting unruly. From what, from what, there's, no one has said any evidence that it's happened and no one has ever actually said, no one has ever actually even mentioned if Dean Smith knew it happened. So like, there's one thing with one person getting an and firing a bottle at the manager. If the manager reacts, and the two of them have a power on the, on the sideline, that's somebody losing the dressing room. Whereas if yeah. Dean Smith didn't even know somebody was pissed off in the dugout about him, that's that. That's that's really just nonsense. So I think there's an awful lot of sensationalism around that at the moment, without any without any evidence on it. Um, but I think it's um. I think it's. I think it's probably important that, like, like a lot of these things have come out over the course of the last week, and a lot of people are talking about it and showing us it is that it's evidence to suit what the, what you know. Oh, we need to get rid of this guy, or we need to do this, or there's obviously something brewing, brewing under the. No, I, 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 think I think it was Martin from corners. The two lads were still at each other over it. McGinn ducked out of three headers from three corners last week. I think Mings was dead right to have a crack off him. Then again. I think Mings needs to probably marshal things more at corners as well. If anybody's been watching the podcast for the last two years, we've been very critical of oh, Jamie Ginn's marking from corners, whether it be at the back post or the front post? Yeah. He was caught at the front post this time. Last year, he was caught twice at the back post, three times at the back post by Ben Me, uh, Vestergaard and somebody that I can't quite remember mm. um, at, the, at the back post. But, uh, yeah, so I think it's an ongoing thing, and I think Mings was right to give out to him because he ducked out of the header. Um, Question for you, he ducked Neil. out of the header for the first goal. Yes.
1: Do you think we're missing John uh, John Terry? I don't know.
0: I think it's hard to say. But do you think do you think the Dres- I think Dres- it's very very Dres- hard to say Dres- because I suppose look, look it's 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 a very easy thing to point to and say well the dressing room can't be the same without John Terry, but then again you could you might as well be able to say the dressing room isn't the same without Jack Realish being captain. You know, uh, mm. so so like which which do you want to put? Do you want to put the cap before the horse, or which one do you want to do? You know, so yeah. So um, it's you know you know once again show me evidence before you know show me evidence that we're missing John Terry. When John Terry gets a job at another club, and we'll see how good how good that goes, we may be able to point to it. But for me, John Terry was supposed to was was due to leave much sooner than than he did leave. Yeah. So. Uh, and that's more or less been confirmed by the club. Mm. Well, you know, so it just, just how, it was just the cover kind of held him back. But so I, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite. Sure. Have we replaced him though, Aaron So I don't think we have. Well, we've. What, what do we even know what, what Terry was doing with the club?
1: <laughs> well, you've, you've got to presume he was helping with the defence. <laughs> you know, you like nobody ever asked a questions like that. But look, it's a. Uh, He's, def- he's definitely he's definitely going to be a big loss. He's a well respected figure in the dressing room. Um, I I don't know
0: if if we're missing him or not, but uh, I uh, I don't know. I think it's a crafty word, a crafty, um throwing out stick right now mm. to beat Dean Smith with. I think, and for me, you know, caught me blind Dean Smith, to show me evidence that we're missing Terry, showing me evidence evidence of what he did to say that we're missing him now. And um, because at the start of the season things were going were were going uh, or, or there was a middle portion of the season where things were going okay, uh, you know. So I, I I don't know I don't know. Look, I'm I'm open to any suggestion. I just can't say for certain. I can't stand here and and make a five minute impassioned speech because number one my internet would kick out, but number two I've no hard and fast evidence to go by. The the John John Terry was with us in two thousand and nineteen, you know, and he was looking after defence probably more so in yeah. two thousand and nineteen than he was in two thousand and twenty. So for me. There's pluses and minus to it. I, I don't know. I can't say it for certain. I can't say it for certain. And mm. I don't think anybody would be able to say that for certain. But thanks Dank, came in. Thanks is an attacking coach for sure. Yeah. You and know. so,
1: and um, so is, um, so shaking. So is Shakespeare. So, yeah. So it's, there, there's a lot of likeness in there. But then again, Dean Smith was a center half himself. So you got to think that he'd be working with the defense too. Because, uh, mm-hmm. he has a coach in there for nearly doing everything else. So, uh, you know, we've got yeah. Neil Kutner. We've got, we've got our, uh, Austin McPhee. I keep resisting the temptation to call him Nanny McPhee. It's just stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, the, 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 there's replacements there. Also, we lost Richard O'Kelly. We don't know what kind of an influence he was in the dressing room either. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. definitely a very good guy you, you, or, or have around uh, around the place because he had he had all the respect of the players, and we know that much for sure.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Look, as I say, time will tell with regards to Terry. But I think, I think, I I think it's very. Uh, look, I think you could you could you could use the John Terry not being there anymore to suit whatever narrative you want to talk about, really. No, um, with regards to. But then again, you could also label the same thing as Richard O'Kelly Kelly. Uh, Richard is. Uh, well. Yeah. Well, look, way, t- time, know, time will tell. But look, our defense isn't anywhere near as as tight as as it is as it was last year. But then again, our defense was porous. Yeah. Um, in 2019 as well, so uh, it's it's, it's a really hard one. We're so jekyll and hyde at the moment that it's so hard to kind of pinpoint it in one specific thing. Um, but I'm sure we I'm sure we know by by the, by the Christmas or the end of the year whether John Terry was having a massive effect. Yeah. I'm sure, it would come out.
1: Well, I suppose the big problem is if 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 the big red button is pressed and everybody goes, we're back to square one, and that's that's my worry. I I, I don't really want that to happen. Um, if it's the case that we're, we're looking into a January transfer window and they don't trust them to spend the money, then it may happen. But I, I honestly don't see it happening this side of Christmas until a decision is made to where we're at. And I think if we're still competitive, like a lot, a lot of people forget, if, if we'd have held on, I know if my granny had balls, she'd be my grandfather, but if we'd have held on against Wolves, we'd have been seventh. And there would really be nobody complaining. It's just one of those things that's fucking... There's no split you
0: know. out if we're seventh after Wolves.
1: Yeah. That's that. That's the difference. You know what I mean? That is. Yeah. It was the difference of seven places. That we could not winning that game.
0: But then again, Paddy, we didn't hold on against Wolves. No, we didn't. You no. know. So 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 so. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having a crack at you. But like, just like I'm saying, show me the evidence that John Terry is is uh is the reason you know the evidence that we have is we didn't win against wolves so you know i, I think if we're going to bring hypotheticals in on both sides and this isn't a go at you, i suppose really just talking about where we are at the moment and given the fact that i am in absolutely torrid form at the moment um uh i, I suppose we didn't win against wolves but i think a lot of the i think i think that stuff is fixable with the return of people from injuries uh tweaks to the formation changing it back to the four two, three one. like I don't like there's gonna be games this year where the four two three one people are gonna to cut through us like knife through butter like um uh like, like 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 Arsenal did last week as well. And uh you know it's 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 I, I, I genuinely that if our midfield plays well in games, we will play well as a team. If our midfield plays poorly, God bless us. That's the way we are at the moment. That we're so reliant on the midfield and and more, and Jacob Ramsey just has to play. Just has to play in that midfield. He's a small. He's 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 tact. He's positionally very good. He's um he's a bit more grunt in there, and people won't agree with this, but he's a bit more grunt in there in midfield. He likes to get stuck in. He wins ball, wins back possession. He's had the most pressure rates of any of our three midfielders. I think he has to play. I think he's as pivotal as 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 McGinn and, and Douglas Louis specifically if we're going to be going with uh, with the four two three one formation or the four one. Four one formation, whatever way you want to call it. Um, I think, I think, I think Jacob Ramsey is is is, is very pivotal to to how our midfield sets up. Um, from a stability, he may not be the flashiest player ever, and I know I saw people on social media saying he's only got one goal and no assists in his Aston Villa career. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as long as he brings stability to our game plan. Um, I'm very, very okay with that. But uh, he's not a world beater. We're not saying that he's next in goal of but at this moment in time, he brings way more stability than Mbibu He brings way more stability than Morgan Sanson. And if it was true that Morgan Sanson fired a bottle, I would be expecting not to see Morgan Sanson on the bench anytime soon. Um, if I was the manager, I would be sitting him down in a dark room. And I would be telling him, think about what he did. Um, and it's sorry won't cut it. Specifically, if you do it in the sideline like that. If you do it in training, what about it? You know, I, I, if you get frustrated and stuff, or if you go up and you have a Barney inside, inside the office, grand. But on the sideline of a match, if you do something like that for me i don't know call me old fashioned i'll be sitting down for a while i'll be saying that'll be your next two two weeks wages and thank you very much january is coming i'll let you decide whether you want to to grow or not but once again we don't know whether it happened we've got no evidence on it so
1: it's on mute because i plugged out my microphone
0: can you hear me there you go i can hear you now yeah <laughs> i don't think that, i don't think this one is is gonna ever see the light of the day after this podcast <laughs> If anybody's waiting for the audio version, I'd say it could be a long way uh, for this one. <laughs> yeah, I might try to chop it up, and I might just, uh, I might see what we can get out of it. Um, John, John Dean is the luckiest
1: it. guy in the room. He's just joined. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, just he must, joined. He's no, had an after all, absolute nightmare. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah i makes a point here uh kind of yeah podcast bloopers we've a whole we've got a christmas dvd out uh for for podcast bloopers at the moment um and and uh, only it, one, it, is it? It, yeah well, what it was not it was the other one i was looking for um like the look of him though in taylor um uh, in taylor vibes about jacob ramsey I, I think he could become that kind of person like that in taylor type I think when Ian Taylor was playing with Aston Villa at, that, at at that given time, specifically when we signed him from from Sheffield Wednesday. And yes, I am old enough to remember that. I may not look <laughs> it. Don't let the don't let the grey beard fool you. But uh, when we signed him. Um, I think even at that stage, a lot of people were wondering who this guy was coming in for two and a half million, and uh, what he was going to do. And he basically hit the ground running, and he and 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 he he pulled the team forward. And by the time he retired, and and even look five six years after he retired, I think his legend even grew because people saw how important he was to the team. And he had that fantastic two or three seasons before uh, before before he retired, where he. He was banging in the goals for Aston Villa, and you know sometimes it isn't the biggest name on the team that makes the formation tick or that makes the um makes the makes the midfield stable. And I think at the moment that's really Jacob Ramsey at the moment. But like, is he is, is he a better footballer than Bundy? I know he's not. Bundy is a better footballer. We've seen it. Bundy is an Argentinian an international, but at this moment in time, Jacob Ramsey makes us way more stable inside there. Yes, I agree,
1: hundred percent. Um, I'd I prefer to see Buendia off on the right. That's just me. A lot of people prefer to see him through. Oh, the middle. yeah. Oh,
0: god, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, just 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 because I'm saying that Jacob Ramsey starts, I don't mean the Buendia. Like, oh, give give me Bailey left, Buendia right, Danny Ings or, or Watkins through the middle. All for it. I'll be sitting here clappy, happy, clappy, you know, best, best fan in the world seeing that. Oh, for sure. And I think there's a way to fit the two of them into the team. Yeah. And, uh, Hopefully we see it because maybe Bertrand Troy isn't right. We're probably going to see that an awful lot as well because, like, like with the Afghan coming up as well, it's going to be Bertie and Marvelous in the yeah. for that for those two games for, for potentially up to six six weeks mm. for the Afghan. I mentioned that while you while so you were it
1: ends- off here. Um, yeah, it, it will be a big deal. But we also have the luxury of signing players just before that. So
0: City, yeah, so we do. We we've got we've got he get deputised for Marvellous listen over a six week period the the right wing do we trust jaden for the to come in there and, and, and deputize for six weeks mm. uh, i don't see why not but it, it depends on where we are we I, I still think we will spend money you know in in this in this transfer window and i think we'll probably end up spending money on a midfielder if not two mm. um maybe maybe we'll see
1: just want to put up a comment there just to put a bit of perspective in what we're pissed off about. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah. I'm a Darlington fan. We were made bankrupt in 2011 and reformed in 2012, demoted four leagues, and have had three promotions. Now a fan-owned National League Club. National League North Club. The reason why that's relevant is because that could have so easy have been us under Tony Jaa. Only we were we were coming in and, 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 uh, and bailed out, so... Uh, thanks very much for the comment and, and for dropping in. Ian, uh, fair play to you. I don't know if you have any villa allegiance, but uh, thanks for grounding us with that comment.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and look, it's 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 uh, like as I said, that is perspective, you know, we could have been there as well, yeah. but but I like and I know, look, this is another thing as well. Every time we're going to talk about where we've come, and Dean Smith shouldn't be sacked, and Dean Smith has done this and done everything, and this isn't to take anything away from me. Ian's, Ian's comment there, but it always does come up, and there's there is a time when when we've moved past the fact that we nearly went we nearly went bankrupt, and um, it won't always be an excuse, you know, it won't always be an excuse. And no. uh, but but I think still at this moment in time we're still Phoenix from the from the ashes, you know, from from that moment. I think after the this year it's no longer an excuse based on the the foundation the platform that uh, sweiriss and edens have put in there um, but i think that for for this season it's the, there is still a remnant of that in the background based on the first season being in the premier league and the 11 player turnover last season with covid and then this season with the truncated um pre-season. the truncated off season which i also said in our post uh, in our post everton our, our post arsenal game uh uh Podcast that this the longer the season goes on, this is less of an issue or less of a of an excuse, I think as well. Mm. But it still is something I think that we 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 should bring up. But like you know, it's all, all these things are relevant, but but how much they've been into the in in into the actual um, where we are at the moment at this very moment in time will be as well seen towards the end of the season. Um, but look, it all starts again at at Villa Park on Sunday, Sunday what six o'clock? Sunday half uh, five, half five, four. Five? oh it is half four yeah it is half four uh, um sunday at half four and then we'll, we'll try and kick our season on from there because a win against a win against west ham gives us a fair shot in the arm and i know Welsh, uh Welsh woody where are you there uh you said we got battered last season by west ham at home and i feel it'll happen again look history suggests that west ham have our number but mm-hmm. um you know that's why they play the games to see what the results are we could very well, we could very well lose this game one or two nil. West Ham are, um, our good side, you know, they're a damn good side. And uh, like tonight, they played Sucek, tonight, they played both their starting, their starting fullbacks. Well, the two fullbacks that played at the weekend, should I say, they played them again tonight Cresswell and Johnson. I know Kufal came on uh, later on in the game. They brought on Farnells, they brought on um, Benrama, they brought on Jared, Jared Bone. Bone, you know, so they rested, they rested our front four essentially. Um, they rested from four under two center halves, so Kortzuma and, uh, and 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 Ogbana didn't play tonight either. So they've rested quite a few players, but they they still played Cresswell and they still played uh played Johnson who played at the weekend as well. And then they had to bring the guys off the bench. Not saying that that's going to make a massive difference, these are professional footballers, but yeah. um, yeah, look, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what we, like. Every team can be beaten, everything like if we, we sat here, United gave us a tonk in last season. Um, albeit we did have a penalty, you know, uh, a Pogba penalty that, that he bought, but uh, everything happens for a reason in these games, and we could very well go out and lose 2-0, but without knowing what the team is, and we reluctant looking to make any suggestion, any suggestion of uh, I, I was missing earlier on when I was saying West Ham we're going to win 2-1 in my fit of rage, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think once we see the team that uh, it should become uh, all that more apparent, really, and you know. I think Dean Smith will probably read between the lines here, and he will start Leon Bailey, and he will give the fans because if he doesn't at home, there could be murmurs very, very quickly out the gates. So the murmurs are there already, now. aren't they? <laughs> but that's yeah. and that's what I'm talking about. You know, does he want those murmurs from minute one? You know, if he starts Leon mm-hmm. Bailey, we get a couple of couple of uh, bright attacks down the wing. We get you know, and he did change it to four two three one as well uh, against Arsenal in the second half. Um, it did seem to lift the mood slightly because we had a bit more of an attacking impetus. If he starts that from minute one, um, it might get the fans on their feet a small a bit. One of those runs might might light up Villa Park. May not score early doors or whatever like that, but I think I think the fans are going to want to see some sort of attacking impetus, and yeah. um, I, I don't think Dean Smith will want to get the fans on his back early. Um, now, whether he plays, as I say, we we're still we're still well able to achieve that with the five with the with the three five two. Because we did it against, uh, you know, we, we we attacked like like madmen against against Chelsea, even though we lost three 0 and uh, we attacked very well against Manchester United as well. So so look, yeah. as I say, um, it'd be just interesting to see the personnel. I think that are put out more so in the formation. Well, I think that's the important thing, and I think I think it's very important
1: that we get behind them, those that are at Villa Park, get behind them because it's going to be a very nervous 10-15 minutes to start off with because. I'm sure the lads are hurting. They're, go, they're, going to, they're going to want it. You can be sure there's going to be piss and vinegar, as you say, Neil, in, in, in the first 15 minutes. So I hope that the, the fans get behind them and do it from the start. It's a, it's, it's a big one. Um, I think it's important we get something out of it. And I have a sneaky feeling that we're going to see a backlash this weekend. Good.
0: Good anyway. good fire.
1: And just as a little segue, as we head into the weekend, Ian, from the Darlington fan, Julian Joachim played for old Darlow when he wasn't in the books. (laughs) Well, funny you should mention Julian Joachim. We have been given a signed copy of Julian Joachim's book, which we will give away over the next week or so. So keep an eye on our Twitter account and we'll uh, we'll let you know how you can win the book. Even you can apply Ian, we'll let you.
0: Yeah. Uh anything else, Paddy, I suppose, before we call it a day, because and, and I do apologize again. It's been an extremely frustrating stream for me. Um I do apologize mm. for my in and out, in and out, my hockey cocky impression here jumping in and out. I think I, um, I, think I just need a stronger drink. And I do I do apologize for my absolutely x rated outbursts twice during the during the podcast mm. today. So uh that'll tell you how frustrating it is. Guys, I was playing a game football manager online before this, not a sausage wrong with the internet. The second I pressed uh, start broadcast, the second I turned on who scored, everything just died a death. <laughs> um, so I don't know. There's something to be looked into there. Hmm. If anybody knows anything about about that, DM me. I'll do anything at this stage. I'll I'll pray to whatever whatever god out of the internet there is, you know, to try and get this working again because uh customer service it might, it might be easier than ringing customer service. There you go. Yeah. Um, right. We finish it up there. Paddy, Paddy, what did you say? Well, we're not going to give any, any predictions because there's no point really, I suppose, until we see what the, no. what the team I predict is. a backlash. Uh, I, don't, I don't
1: predict. I don't predict. Uh, at this point, I don't predict a, a loss. So I think there will be a backlash and we'll just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, I, I think so too, and we'll, we'll know more when the team comes out. With regards to team sheet tantrum, guys. Uh, obviously the game is on Sunday. We've got quite a lot of time between now and Sunday. Um, it might just be Paddy. Uh, for for the game on Sunday. Um, but we'll see. We'll let you guys know about the team sheet tantrum. Um. And uh, if I can make it, I certainly will. But uh, stay tuned for that as well. Also, stay tuned to Twitter for details on how we're going to give away the Julian Joachim signed uh, copy of his book as well, because uh, it's a good read. And um, I'm sure somebody out there would really, really love it, and it might make a nice stocking filler for Christmas as well, uh, which would be, which would be very, very good. But uh, thanks so much, everybody, for putting up with me tonight, and uh, for putting up with me all the time. But it's specifically for putting me up with me tonight, and my uh, and my jigs and reels. I really appreciate it. Um, this this may not be available to watch back on YouTube, or maybe heavily edited if it is. Um, so uh, I do apologize for that. Um, if you do go looking for it. And we may throw up a heavily edited version on the audio podcast uh, as well uh, because we don't want to lose any, um, any listeners over the foul outbursts that I had at the start of the podcast. <laughs> <I think>. um, <laughs> right, guys, listen. Look, onwards, onwards and upwards. The, resili- or the, the resurgence starts on Sunday afternoon. The resurrection of this great club restarts again after a three-match losing spree. We're going to put it up to the West Ham all good vibes between now and then uh, where we have our players back. It doesn't look like we're going to have, I don't, I don't think we're going to actually have anybody injured um, for for the game at the weekend. So that's going to be an interesting one. And we'll see where we go uh, from there. But as always, thanks everybody so much for watching. Thanks everybody so much for listening. Thanks a million, Patty, for, for stepping in there and for, for keeping the train on the tracks. And as always, thanks to everybody for watching. And the last thing I always say is... Up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: 18 plus.